Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. I am here in Las Vegas, joined by my lovely wife, Christina, at Raising Las Vegas. And we are going to talk about how to celebrate New Year's at Disney's Animal Kingdom. We have done a couple of episodes recently where we're talking about the holidays during um, for Disney's Animal Kingdom. We started off with uh, Halloween, and then we talked about Thanksgiving, which got a lot of positive feedback, actually, with our ideas for, uh, for Thanksgiving. Christmas, obviously, we're kind of skipping over because they, they do it everywhere at Disney's, at Disney's Animal Kingdom and all over Walt Disney World. So we went right to New Year's, which is... Not really a celebrated. I know it's popular in Epcot. They do fireworks and things like that. But before we begin, um, I just want to remind you to go to our T Public store. Check uh, my Twitter handle at JumboEveryone or my Instagram, Safari underscore Mike. Or you can go to Dave's um, Instagram and, and uh, Twitter. His Twitter is at Radio Harambe. Uh, his Instagram is Disney's Animal Kingdom. In the profiles, you'll find links to our T Public store. We have some great designs. Uh, all done by the lovely Christina. And, um, you know, we we have designs for all sorts of Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge things like Sanaa, like the Dawa Bar, like Nomad Lounge, like even obscure things like uh, Twiga Travel Agency and Drinkwala, which is one of my favorites, actually, Drinkwala. <laughs> but we are going to start talking about uh, New Year's Eve or celebrating New Year's at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I will make a confession I came up with diddly squat for this episode. Christina is is the uh, is it brought it brought it to the table today for our uh, for her idea, and I think it's a fantastic idea. So I'm going to start. Let her start talking about what she thinks New Year's uh, should be celebrated at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Go ahead, babe. I think when we discussed this, we weren't sure about New Year's because we think in America's New Year's being like, you know, New Year's Eve and fireworks. But um, the New Year is celebrated throughout the year and not always on the same time that we do. And the big one coming up. Sorry. I was just going to say in in fireworks, obviously, we can't really do it at Disney's Animal Kingdom because the animals. So, you know, we can't go that way. So saying that, go ahead, continue. So. Uh, a big one that is coming up is the Chinese New Year or the Lunar New Year, um, which is usually end of January, early February. And I think that would fit perfectly in Anandapur. Um, they can do the New Year Parade with the dragon, if you've ever seen it, Kite Tails. Could work perfectly into that with the lanterns. Um and, and I've said on previous episodes when we were talking about um, uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving and, and any holidays, and spoiler alert, probably Valentine's Day coming up, Kite Tales is a great place to uh, incorporate various like s- 
you know, singular kind of events, like short-term events. They could just, I mean, it's, I mean, they just need to get a couple different new kites and they can and float them around on the show. So it's easy to sort of incorporate uh, and on the cheap. And we all know, you know, Bob Chapik is all about on the cheap right now um, to celebrate things such as New Year's Eve. I think also um, there we all know Disney loves their IPs and uh, I've looked it up just to make sure I wasn't wrong on this and every animal in the Lunar New Year calendar can be represented by one of their characters, be it, you know, Puma for the year of the boar, uh, Shere Khan or Raja for the year of mm-hmm. the tiger, which is what's coming up. Right. Um you know, they certainly got dragons. They certainly have dragons, Mushu, um, even like roosters. Hey, Hey's a very popular character, mm-hmm. one of the three caballeros. And my boys right now are watching Robin Hood, which right. has <laughs> a, a rooster in it as their as their minstrel. So. They they do a year of the rat, don't they? Uh, it could be year of the rat or year of the mouse, which is both covered by. Disney, obviously, you got Mickey Mouse. Right, right, right. So yeah, they and can then easily you do have Ratigan and Ratatouille and Ratatouille. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I mean, and what better place to feature animals than the Animal Kingdom? Yeah, so absolutely. They could easily tie that in and really feature those animals. I also think it'd be, I I think it'd be good on the education portion of it mm-hmm. if they had a zoologist or someone come out and talk about the animals in more depth. Hey, it's the year of the tiger. Let's talk about the tiger more than we normally would. And they could even incorporate uh, certain things uh, around the park, not just what you just said, but for example, uh, you know, this past year on uh, Earth Day, they did a special Wilderness Explorers badge all about uh, Earth Day. They could easily do that for like the Chinese New Year uh, during around that time, have a special tiger badge in this case, or you know whatever year it's going to be, they can incorporate some sort of special wilderness and explorers uh, badge to, for the kids to earn. See, you have good ideas for it, <laughs> and um, I, and I got to say on a side note with this, if we are blue skying doing holidays right. at the Animal Kingdom, but. I am going to be completely shocked if they don't do something on the Maharaja, Maharaja Jungle Trek for the Year of the Tiger this year. Yeah, you would think they probably would do something. Um, I'm not sure what it would be. Maybe just some sort of signage or maybe they could do like the sand sculptures that they do over by on Discovery Island. Um, like they did that for uh, Raya. They did it for Earth Day 2. I mean, they could do something like that on Discovery Island, but the Maharaja Jungle Trek—they should do something. At least, at least some signage at the exhibit saying, "Hey, it's the Year of the Tiger, and this is what that means." I'd be curious if they do anything at Shanghai Disney. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's yeah, they might. I, I don't know. Because but, it'd be it'd be very easy for them to incorporate something that is already working at a different park. Right. Over. But so. what, what else you got there? Well, and then, um, how does this pronounce again? Chichilis? No, it's uh, Seychelles. Seychelles. Uh, for New Year's, they have a very large dance party, a festival with lots of music and dancing. And I thought, on the opposite side, that's perfect for Harambe, because that's kind of what Harambe is. Um, anyways... And they also, in South Africa, they have what's called the Festival of Lights, where they take large lanterns 
and they hang them on like big wooden sticks mm -hmm. and then they'll parade with that or they'll hang them along walkways out windows i could totally see harambe with all of those um second story windows and everything with these lanterns on six like hanging out the whole place lit up by these lanterns i think it'd be gorgeous i think it'd be a sight to see it really draw people there at night it would be a lot of fun i mean i, I think something like that um I'm a big fan of using lighting for, especially at night. I mean, Radio, uh, Radio Harambe, I'm sorry. Disney's Animal Kingdom and Harambe in particular are so fantastic at night. And to add that other element of the, the lanterns and things like that would be great. And I also like the idea, um, well, first of all, dance party. Um, Disney's, Disney is notorious for putting in new dance parties. Um, I know there's one over at Dino Land. They could easily do a great dance party and they could maybe bring back Burudica, uh, Burudica for the dance party. They bring, they brought back Burudica for the Disney World Marathon. I saw that. They were performing for that. So they are sprinkling them in throughout, you know, Disney still. Mm -hmm. And this would be a perfect in like opportunity to bring them back who wouldn't go to a party with Berdika? <laughs> no i mean Berdika is the is awesome and they do sprinkle them in i've uh, if if you follow me on instagram or or twitter every once in a while you'll see that they play they often play not often but maybe every couple of months or so they'll have a day where they're at uh, disney springs mm -hmm. and you know i, I uh, natty the uh, the lead singer that we all know We'll tweet it out and stuff, and I'll and I see it on his Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, but you know, follow him if you're if you're really interested in Burdika because they do every once in a while play not just at the marathon like they did uh, a couple a couple of days ago, but they do play Disney Springs every month month or two something like that. But they they do come back every once in a while. Well, I. I think for New Year's, that would be a perfect time to use them. So I was thinking dance party in the Festival of Lights over in Africa. And on that same note, we all know Disney loves their ticketed events. Oh, yes. And a very popular ticketed event. I, I don't know if you'd call it a ticket event, but, it, but out here in Vegas is the Water Lantern Festival. And right. I've seen them do this. Um, they do it throughout the world. Um, in which you write your good intentions for the future on this little lantern on a flotation device and you send it out. Um, and I think the Rivers of Light um, theater mm -hmm. would be perfect for that. People can go pick up their lanterns, write their good intentions, float it out. It's not like the lanterns that you release in the air that they would have to track and could actually do damage. Right. These are contained to that waterway, and so they'd be easy to clean up. Right, and that's a, I mean, I'm sure most of you know this, but it's a contained waterway. It's not an actual river. I mean, it's just a, basically a moat that Disney built yeah. uh, to for, for, the, for the park, and I, I know it go, goes out into the off off uh, off exhibit on um, by Expedition Everest, but yeah, it's it's very contained. They could they could easily clean that up, so that's that's not an issue at all. And it'd be easy enough just to switch out the lantern that was used and put a new lantern on the flotation device for the next day's event. And it's it's gorgeous. If you've ever seen one of these, um, I took my son to a lantern festival once, and it was one of the most beautiful things that we'd done. Um, 
and, and check it, if, if, uh, what Christina's saying. Go online and, and Google what, what she's talking about because it really is a stunning, even just pictures online, mm-hmm. it's a stunning uh, uh, sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's just stunning. Let's <laughs> just leave it at that. And, um, you know, I think it would be a popular event at, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And if it's a ticketed event, there might be food, right, involved. Yeah. <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> so um, the other thing is that there are traditional foods for New Year's around the world that people eat to bring them good luck. And, you know, ticketed events, if they brought out these special foods um, for food carts or booths, um, I know in the United States we eat black-eyed peas to bring us good luck in the New Year. I like black-eyed peas. In in Japan, they do soba noodles. Puerto Rico, they eat 12 grapes. Exactly 12. Really? (laughs) One for each month. Oh, okay. All right. Um, The Jewish culture, though, it's um, Rosh Hashanah, which is much earlier before. They do apples and honey Um, in Denmark, or they do these wreath cakes, which they could do easy wreath cakes. We know Disney loves their cupcakes. <laughs> um, and then, you know, in France, they do puff pastries with uh, almond cream. And, and pretty much, I, I cut my list short, but it seems that almost every culture has a food that they eat around the New Year to bring them prosperity. See, I love that idea. I like, it's particularly like the, the, was it Puerto Rico you said that did the 12 grapes? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. Like have a yeah. booth that says... And I know Disney probably won't do this, but you could even, I mean, it's grapes. I mean, how much could it cost? Get, dole it out free. Everybody gets like a 12 grapes as part of their ticketed event to, as, as, as a good luck charm for the new year. I love that idea. Well, and that's, um, you know, they do a, a Lunar New Year parade here in Vegas mm-hmm. with the, the large dancing dragon and all of that. And so going back to my first idea with the Lunar New Year thing, they also give out... And I don't know if Disney would do this. They should, though. The little red envelopes, and they usually put chocolate coins in there Mm. for kids. And um, that's another thing that they could give out to children Mm -hmm. for for the new year. Well, I mean, if this is a ticket event, they're going to charge for it. I mean, it's obviously not going to be free. And I know at the the Halloween party, they charge whatever it is. And, you know, you you can trick or treat and get a ton of candy. So they could certainly give out a chocolate coin and 12 grapes. I mean, they could certainly do that. they should do the, the the dragon thing regardless of the ticketed event. But you're right. During the ticketed event, maybe they could also give out the red envelopes with chocolate coins. I mean, I think Discovery Island itself is really perfect for a parade like that and for the for the dragon because, I mean, we all know that they had the old parades that we all miss and they haven't had a parade in Disney's Animal Kingdom in years now. So even if it's just for, you know, this... like a ticketed event or just during the the lunar new year this would be a lot of fun especially at night yeah i mean i've i've dragged you to the one here in vegas Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um you know obviously the dragons the showcase but beyond that there's there's a lot of puppetry that goes with it and they could easily work in the merry menagerie uh, those puppeteers, um, I'm thinking about those birds that like swoop into the crowds. Those are great. Though it would be perfect for a Lunar New Year parade. Yeah, they could actually, once Christmas is over, you know, sort of re- redecorate that whole area into the Lunar New Year kind of event. And you could do it, I guess, once Christmas is over, let's say Disney's Animal Kingdom, they put it down right before the actual our New Year and just have it run through February. 
I mean, it's two months of a, of a ticketed event. I mean, you have all of them at Epcot. You have the Flower and Garden, whatever that is. Well, that's in spring. You have the, you know, they have the uh, uh, food and wine in the fall. I don't know when they do the art one. Is that during the winter too? That might be like around now. I don't even know. And eh, whatever. Um, but they could certainly do another one at Disney's Animal Kingdom running concurrently with the Festival of the Arts thing. Because that's not a ticketed event anyway. That's just, that's just um, you know, different booths and stuff set up at Epcot. This, I think, we're, I think this being sort of an, a ticketed event at night is perfect. Especially now with Animal Kingdom. With Ever since COVID, I mean, it was open till 9 o'clock at night pre-COVID. Uh, it has only been opening up to like seven o'clock at night with COVID. They kind of reduced the hours a little bit, so you got plenty of time after if it closes at six or seven at night to have this uh, ticketed event um, afterwards for you know three hours or something like that. I think it would be. I think it would be. I think it would be a lot of fun and, and it would work very well. And I think the obvious last idea I have is the Tree of Life Awakenings. Okay, what about it? You could easily do a, a New Year's show. A oh, yeah. short New Year's show, maybe if featuring whatever animal of the year is, um, you know, showing different celebrations and, you know, ending with a dragon who doesn't love a dragon. <laughs> it, that, that would be fantastic. And um, you know, like you said, they could do uh, like a, a show focusing on tigers this year. Because it's the year of the tiger coming up, or, or whatever. I mean, they could, they could do various different things. You could easily. That's another. Just like you can easily, without too much expense, incorporate kite tails into all these kinds of things. You could do the same exact thing with Tree of Life Awakenings. They know they do a Christmas one, so there's or, or a Christmas rotation of shows. So they could easily do uh, like some sort of Lunar New Year or party specific kind of Tree of Life Awakenings. Absolutely, I agree. That's what I had for for New Year's at Animal Kingdom. We uh, almost we almost said no to it, and then when we when I really thought about it, I said no. It's just like Thanksgiving; it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I will uh, share a little bit of, uh, behind the scenes. I kind of said to Christina, eh, New Year's. I mean, you can't do fireworks. I mean, what, what's New Year's? It's just Times Square and stuff. But uh, Christina uh, did some research, as you could tell. And when she sort of dropped this on me, I was like, no, this is perfect. We should absolutely do it. I mean, you're talking about a ticketed event with New Year's specific food, a New Year's specific parade, a New Year's specific lantern uh, show, a lantern thing on the Rivers of Light Theater. That water lantern festival. I, I look at photos, people. It is so beautiful. It is breathtaking. And then when you're a part of it, I mean... It's just magical, which is Disney's thing, creating magical experiences, and that is one of them. Right. So how cool would it be when you're walking into the ticketed event, you know, it's 7 o'clock at night, you get, you walk in, you know, you show your pass, you get your little band on your, on your arm, and they hand you a red envelope, right? It's the red envelope that you put in the, what's, what do you put in the lanterns? No, the red envelope was the chocolates. No, so you would have to do this at the actual amphitheater as okay. people go down. Maybe you're given a time, or maybe just you wander through there as you, as you want to. Um, but they'll give you the lantern, and you get a oh, pen, right. and you can just write your good intentions, or um, some people write their wishes or prayers or their good intentions mm-hmm. for the new year on the lantern, and then you go down to the water and you release it. Yeah, that would be perfect. You set up something, people at, at the theater yeah, you itself. You have to have someone to light them, but they could also use 
flameless. Yeah, you could absolutely it's lose flameless. So. Yeah, yeah, that's you could easily do that. That would that that it by itself is a great uh, event, and then you throw in a parade with the dragon. You throw in the food. You throw in, um, you know, panning out uh, chocolates and the you know various New Year's specific uh, food items and stuff like that. It would be a great event, and I think. I mean, Epcot could do it too because it's very international. But other than Epcot, I think Animal Kingdom is the best place to do this kind of stuff. Besides, Epcot is so engrossed in Christmas stuff. And while Animal Kingdom does do Christmas things, they don't go overboard. I'm not overboard, but they don't like really do a deep dive like Epcot and Magic Kingdom do and really, really go all in on Christmas. Um, you could easily kind of adapt the, the, what, they, what they have now at Animal Kingdom into a uh, New Year's, Lunar New Year's, like kind of winter festival kind of thing. And I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so um, I uh, thank you very much, Christina, for coming up with us because I said, like I said, I had zilch. Um, so uh, but I appreciate everybody listening to another episode of Radio Harambe. I will remind you once again to please go on our T Public store. You can uh, hook it up uh, or get to it on any of our social media platforms. Um, and all the money currently is going to Okapi Conservation. Is for frequent listeners know this, but we don't make a dime off of the T-shirt sales. We send all of our proceeds, every dime we make from them, goes to conf- conservation. And we've done various things, including rhinos and snow leopards and park rangers. And now we are doing Okapis. Uh, we will probably change that in the not too distant future to come up with uh, something else to sort of uh, you know focus in a little bit on and talk about. But that is our episode of Radio Harambe, and I thank you all very, very much. Kwaharini, and go well. (laughs) 